Hi everyone, this is Kenneth Wong, editor for DE. Welcome to a new episode of DE Podcast. This special episode is part of our December issue focusing on technology leaders. In the pandemic, additive manufacturing or 3D printing grabbed a lot of headlines with its ability to help produce face shields, ventilator parts, and fill the void left by supply chain disruptions. But in the long run, what is AM's role in manufacturing's future? And if it were to be adopted on a massive scale, how clean or sustainable is the technology itself? To discuss these, today we speak to Ken Burns, Vice President of the Commercial Division at the 3D Printing Systems Maker Forecast 3D. So Ken, welcome. Let's start off with this important question. What about the sustainability of additive manufacturing technology itself? What kind of questions should companies be asking their AM um, systems or service providers about waste reduction, materials and emissions and that sort of things? Thanks, Kenneth. It's it's a good question because I think a lot of time there is the assumption that additive manufacturing has no waste, right? We think about there's lots of good images out there and uh, discussions about subtractive manufacturing where you are taking away all this material and that all becomes waste. And with additive, we're saying we're just adding material to it. So you never only end up with the final part and no waste downstream on that. So that's not entirely true, and I think anyone who runs 3D printers knows knows about this. And I think companies need to, if they're really serious about sustainability efforts and, and changing manufacturing methods, and they're looking at adopting additive manufacturing, there are certainly there are certainly still waste that happens, and it really depends on the technologies that you have. There's different types of 3D printers out there, and different material sets. Specifically, I'll, I'll talk about like two different material sets that really drive uh, potential waste on there. Um, there's mach- uh, machines that use thermoplastics and a lot of these materials, such as like FDM machines, diffused deposition modeling, hot glue gun style machine, or uh, powder-based machines. The material itself can often be reground and reused in other avenues. Maybe not directly back in 3D printing, but it can be redeployed back into injection molding or something. So you get a you really do get a nice circular system with some of those technologies where the material can be, any of the waste material can actually be reused. And on the counter side, you have uh, photopolymer printers or photoset materials in there that really have a, a different challenge on there that the materials cannot be broken back down and reused elsewhere. And so if you think about it like cracking an egg open and once that egg is open, you can't put the egg back in there, right? That's more the photopolymer side. So those materials on there don't really have a great sustainability argument on there. And there's some physics there that just are really difficult to challenge or, or solve that no one has solved yet. So in time, maybe that's, a, that's something that will be addressed on there. But that's a serious consideration if you're really on sustainability. If you're making parts, plastic parts off of these machines, and you create in a material that cannot be uh, recycled, you have a challenge there. Um, so I think that's a big one. And then there is just, there is waste of material. Like as an additive process, you, you still have material that is uh, support material on some of these technologies, uh, both metals and plastic that do end up getting um, thrown out. And so that goes into landfills and so on. Some, again, sometimes it can be re-ground, reground and reused and recycled, but, but not essentially every single time on there. So I would say there are a couple of considerations that companies should make about or questions they should ask about what type of technologies companies are using and what are their practices for uh, uh, recycling the material waste. So what do you think is the role that AM can play in some corporations' um, 
sustainability initiatives. Where exactly does this technology, where do you see it making the biggest impact? I think that's a hard question to answer because it really depends on the organizations we're working with and targeting the right applications. I think additive manufacturing can solve a lot of problems for different products out there, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it solves a sustainability problem. So I think this is where, where companies um, today are really looking for what's the value add of additive manufacturing being integrated into their supply chain or their products on there. And I think the ones that are doing it really well are looking at the sustainability side of it. Like, what does this mean for for our products? You know, can it can it help us reduce um, uh, storage facilities and having parts in stock? Right? There's a sustainability portion there where we don't overproduce parts that we, ne- we may never use. Does it actually reduce material in a part on there? So we instead of using, you know, uh, a kilogram of material, we use half a kilogram of material on a part on there. So it's there are certain ways where I think those are the questions that have to be asked at the front of companies where they're really looking at investigating out of manufacturing and the, the design of it. Like, what, what are the things we want to accomplish here? We want to reduce these things in here so we can have more sustainability long term because the problem we have is we just have too many parts in stock. Okay, let's solve that problem. And you use out of manufacturing to really sit, create something that can have a much larger impact um, than just simple part replacement on there. The pandemic has rocked a lot of these supply chains and causes a lot of disruptions. So people seem to be re-evaluating the supply chains, and that may be their first priority now. In that kind of crisis mode, do you think people will still pay attention to sustainability? Will it still be important enough as a priority? Yeah, I think time will tell a lot on this one as we come out on the other side of out of this pandemic. And you know, I think in the moment of a pandemic, you see companies... Uh, elevating and reevaluating a lot of things and their supply chains on it. I think it's hard to know, like, are these permanent changes or temporary changes? And those are the ones that I'm, I associate with. Like what we, during the pandemic, we produced over a million nasal swabs on, that's one of the products here. And we did it in the U S direct access for customers there, but ultimately the product is too expensive for long-term sustainability. It filled a gap. And so will companies say, Hey, we can get local, products produced here, but it costs too much. Is it really worth it? Do we, can we pass that cost along to consumers on there? And so I think there'll, there'll be a balancing act that comes out um, long-term here of companies saying we need to have additive manufacturing as a backup solution for some of these products. It's going to cost us, you know, maybe 50% more, but at least we know we've qualified and validated it. I think that's uh, the thing that at least I would say I noticed during the pandemic is the reason a lot of things didn't take off that we were working on, um, while some did, is that the time period to qualify and validate things still exists. And you sometimes you can't go faster than just what it takes to qualify and validate something. There's testing. There's uh, often um, regulators you have to go through on these things to get them in place. So if you haven't done that in advance, then added manufacturing can't bridge that gap on there. So I think it's going to be more of a combination of some of the stuff will go back to traditional supply chains on it, but I think a lot of companies will utilize added manufacturing as something they qualify to have a place if something like this happens again. Our final question then, Ken, is um, the limitations of the technology itself. Are there limits to how far manufacturers can leverage 3D printing as it is right now? And what's the correct way to evaluate what kind of projects are good for AM and what maybe not? 
Yeah, I think the one major component that companies or um, individuals even undervalue with 3D printing is 3D printing is one portion of the manufacturing process. Really, it's, its value comes from the ability to do digital manufacturing, where you digitize everything through the workflow on there. Otherwise, you can end up with a great digital solution and part of it, but then you back to a manual process that absorbs all the costs anyways. And so it, it doesn't become as valuable anymore. So I think the biggest limit to how manufacturers can really leverage 3D printing is that they need to solve for the entire um, uh, product cycle there. They need to digitize it from the very front. So that means the products have to be in a format that can be digitized. And then the post-processing has to go through that same area there with quality systems in place. Do you have any ERP systems that can manage and handle this? The complexities of all the stuff there. Are you, are you actually optimizing the files and the products the right way for 3D printing? And so I think today what we see is a lot of companies, when we have these conversations with them, they all want 3D printing out of manufacturing as part of their manufacturing process. But they all recognize there's this big gap between actually putting it in place because the rest of their systems don't support it. And that needs to be solved with it. You can't just solve the 3D printing portion. So companies like ourselves are looking like, how do we bring the entire solution to the customer? They can, hey, we can solve this for you now so you can go faster. If we ask them to say, hey, now hire an army of people to digitize everything there, they're going to say, well, what's the point of 3D printing? I'll just go back with my traditional method there. So, yeah, to me, it really comes down to simply it's about complete digitization of the processor to really leverage 3D printing. All very good point. Ken, thank you so much for sharing your insights. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Kenneth. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Until next time, this is Kenneth Wong for DE. We are out.